Peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger. Pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast. Peanut butter tiger, 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 peanut butter Podcast, peanut butter tiger, 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 peanut butter to another episode of the Mighty Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. I am your host, the Neon Ninja, Dan of the People, Dan and a Half, Dan the Lion, Dan and then some, Catman Dan. You know, I thought of that one the other day. Because I always just seem to fucking land on my feet, man. You can drop me off in a jungle in Cambodia and check up on me in like fucking three weeks. And I'll be chilling, probably stoned from like licking toads and, you know, little grass buyers probably have a little hut. Good in the hood, man. You know, it takes a minute like bouncing around. I was telling my girl... You know, I just moved, and uh, the place I moved from, I lived there, you know, you guys heard, like, my first episodes were, what, in June? You know, all the way up till now, that's the longest I've lived somewhere, in a minute, man. Felt fucking weird to leave, you know, and then there's the couple days to get comfortable, you know, get fucking, get set up, you know, I moved with a bunch of stuff, which is nice. Usually I just have a suitcase. You know, but I have a bed and everything. It's fucking nice, man. And now I just feel, oh, we had some, uh, we had some complaints or some comments about the sound quality of this motherfucker, but we got her dialed in. You know, I was talking to Steve and he was saying, you got to get rugs, man, get rugs. And I was thinking about it in my last studio, it was carpet on the floor. And then I found like a roll probably like, you know, eight feet of like pink carpet downstairs, eight by like four feet. And uh, I fucking thumbtacked that to the wall in my last studio. So I went back and I grabbed that, tacked it to this wall. And now we're sounding fucking great, dude. Sounding fucking dope, man. You know, love living out in Martinsville here. It's fucking dope, man. My girl, I've been kicking it with my kids. Having my kids over is great, man. Um... Yeah, I got Grand Theft Auto Vice City on uh, my tablet. That's the old one. That one is like, you know, basically like Grand Theft Auto 4, if you think about it. But Grand Theft Auto Vice City was dope. I used to play that game when I was like 13, 12, you know, around there. I was six. So I, I downloaded that on my tablet. And, um, you know, when the kids come by, the older two, my 13-year-old and my 9-year-old, they sit there, they play that. It's fucking awesome. I love it. It's cool to see them, like, enjoy a game that I used to enjoy when I was their age. You know what I mean? That's fucking cool. 
So that's fun. Went over to my girl's house the other day. She made pierogies, dude. Oh, fucking, yo. I love homemade pierogies. There's nothing better than like straight up homemade. She'll, what she does is she gets together with the kids and they have a pierogi making day where they make like, you know, like fucking 1200 pierogies. They make pierogies all day from the start of the morning to the end. They make pierogies and, uh, they, and then they freeze them. And then you got pierogies for like months and months and months. And it's lovely. Just busting out the bag, dude. Toss them in the water and you got high quality home cooked pierogies. Oh, love it, dude. Especially if you like boil them first and then you fry them up. Oh my God. Stop it. Like deep fried pierogies, deep fried homemade pierogies, dude. Oh my God. Like store, they put store-bought pierogies like, you know, I don't know like where you're listening to this or like what's up. Like, you know, I noticed in Vancouver, not too many people were rocking the proper pierogies you know what i mean like the proper ones the, you know that you, you would order pierogies somewhere at like a ukrainian restaurant or something and they were the store-bought pierogies which are fucked store-bought pierogies are fucked dude the dough is all fucked up and wrong like the dough you can never cook the dough right if you boil it it's real wet and then the fucking gritty insides the gritty potatoes and sometimes if you get like the cheddar pierogies they're like fluorescent orange you know what I mean? The fucking cheddar flavored ones. Dude. Oh, my mom used to, when I was a kid, my mom was like the worst fucking cook, dude. She was the worst cook of all time. She used to like, um, you know, there's this thing called shepherd's pie. And it's basically like the way my mom would make it. She would, she would fry ground beef and then she would put a layer of cheese, like ground beef, no seasoning, maybe some salt. And then a layer of cheese and then potatoes on top. And then she would bake that. And then I would put mustard on it, you know. So I moved in with this chick, like, when I was a kid, you know, when I was, like, 15, we moved out. And I was, like, you know, going through my mom's <laughs> recipes from what I remember she was cooking. And I was, like, oh, we'll make shepherd's pie. And, you know, my girl's, like, yeah, that sounds great. And I fucking made it. And she's, like, what is this? Like, this is terrible, bro. And she made it, and it was like, dude, she used ground beef, but it was like gravy and onions and like all sorts of seasoning. And there was like carrots and peas. It was like, it was so good. It was so many levels above my mom's cooking. It's fucking incredible, man. And then, you know, my mom would make these pierogies and she would fucking bake them. So they would be like kind of burnt. They would get like super, like, dude. Baking pierogies, like baking from frozen pierogies. Oh my god. <laughs> they would just get so hard. Like they would get like, you know, little black bottoms, blacker all around, you know what I mean? And just be so hard. Like you'd fucking have to like use two hands to get the fork into your pierogi. And then <laughs> it would shoot out the sides like the fucking potatoes, man. Oh my gosh, she was such a bad cook. Like I remember like cooking at a very early age. I can remember being like, you know, nine years old and you know, we would have like, you know, probably three times a week we would have a make your own supper night. You know, because my mom was going to university, my dad was a fucking rent a cop. So, you know, we would have like a make your own supper night and I would look forward to those nights. I would just make like two things of crap dinner or like fuck a bunch of scrambled eggs, you know what I mean? 
Can't blame her though. My fucking my grandmother's a terrible cook too. Like her mom, dude. We would go so like I'd be a kid and we'd go to my grandma's for uh, Christmas and Easter and all these different things, and she would cook these big spreads. But dude, the cooking was fucked. It was like the driest roast beef, lumpy potatoes, and then she would bust out a Jello salad, a fucking Jello salad, dude. My soundboard is down because I don't have Wi-Fi. Otherwise, I would play the fucking scary music soundtrack. Um, but uh, Jello salad, dude. There's nothing more disgusting than Jello salad. And she would do it fucked up. Like her Jello salad wouldn't ever stand. Like it, it wouldn't be like a proper. Like I've seen some people with Jello molds and Jello Jello salads, and they're like, you know, eight inches tall. Hers were just flat. They would come out of like a fucking cookie dish, like a baking sheet. And it would be like green jello with like bits of melon and different shit. And then she'd put whipped cream on top, ba boom. And then serve that to people with like a jug of water. <laughs> oh my God, dude. It's crazy. It's wildness. You know, my girl now, she's like a fucking amazing cook. And I really like cooking too. Like, you know, I took a liking to cooking. And uh, I'm not like fucking, who am I, Gordon Ramsay? You know what I mean? Who am I, Wolfgang Puck? Am I Anthony Bourdain? No, I'm just Dan. But I do like to cook, you know. And I always laugh like looking back at like that fucking terrible cooking, dude. That fucking terrible cooking. Anyways. <laughs> I hope my mom doesn't listen to this podcast, you know. She lives over in PEI, uh, like on the other side of the country from me. And um, I can remember when I first started this because we follow each other on Facebook and we talk like once a year. We say Merry Christmas to each other. How are things? And it's like when you haven't seen somebody for like 10 years and they're just giving you like a fucking, they're just shooting you a message on Christmas because they feel like they have to. What are you going to say when they're like, oh, what's up? How are things going? I just say good. You know what I mean? Um... Anyway, hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast. Like, when I first started it, she saw it on Facebook, and she's like, oh, you got a podcast. And I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do, Mom. You can check it out if you want. <laughs> but then so many episodes later, you know what I mean? Here I am talking shit about her terrible cooking. So sorry, Mom, if you're listening. That's terrible. But uh, you and I both know. You know, you can't cook like that. You can't be, like, a part of that cooking, you know, for that long. And uh, no, no. And my dad was no better either. My old man would make ravioli, but he would, like, make dough which was actually pretty good dough you know which is pretty impressive like it's good to make your own homemade dough you know that's kind of fun to do so i will give him that but then he would make ravioli and he would just same thing fry up ground beef no seasoning like wouldn't even put garlic and onions in there like we're talking just fucking ground beef man and then he would like stuff it in these doughs he would just rip off chunks of dough and stuff it in these fucking raviolis and roll it up and it was like the worst ravioli you ever saw. It was like Chef Boyard Down Syndrome. <laughs> oh my God, it's funny fucking looking back at things. You know what I mean? How funny are fucking parents? How funny are parents when you're a parent? You know what I mean? Or when you get to like an age where like, you know, like it's weird being 32. Because I can like, you know, I was born, my dad was 24. So when he was 32, I was like seven looking at this guy, you know what I mean? So I kind of remember that guy at this age. And it's just weird, you know? It's weird when you get older and you just look back at adults in your childhood and you realize how fucked up they were. 
uh, I can't say anything though, dude. Like moving out, like moving out to the suburbs here, and uh, I've been around a lot more cooking. Like my girl, like I said, she fucking cooks, man. Like she cooks some good food. Um, I'm getting a gut now. Like, dude, you know, I've like I went on a quest to like bulk, you know, because I've always been skinny my entire life. I was always skinny. Um, or I felt skinny, you know what I mean? Like I never worked out or never hit the gym or anything, but I had a physical job, but I, I was always like, you know, probably like 170 pounds, you know what I mean? I'm my heaviest. Um, so, you know, after this chick left me, I decided, I was like, yo, I'm going to start working out, lifting weights, get jacked and juicy and you got to eat calories. You got to fucking calorie it up, man. You know, I saw, I saw a post of myself two years ago on Facebook, I'm fucking way skinnier, man. That's like, right. Like that's like the first, um, year I started working out and like doing yoga and shit, you know? So like I was feeling jacked then I was feeling jacked and juicy, but dude, I'm way fucking thinner, dude. I'm like 30 pounds lighter there. And, uh, some of it has went to my arms. I no longer have Grover arms. I'm no longer built like a triangle. You know what I mean? 40 pound dumbbells, 30 pound dumbbells, 20 pound dumbbells and consistency and tons of protein, like whey protein, solve that problem. But now I've got a fucking spare tire, dude. I've got like a four pack and a spare tire. None of my schmedium button up shirts fit. <laughs> I spent all last fall and summer when I, when I first moved here, I was like, yo, I'm going to start dressing more professional. You know, I want to start dressing more like a dad and less like a fucking Vancouver skater. Um, <laughs> so I went out and I bought all these medium button shirts, which fit me like snug. You don't want shirts to like look baggy on you because then you look like a fucking kid. I hate that. I hate wearing oversized shirts. Like you look nuts, man. You look wild. Anyway, I bought all these medium fucking button-up shirts, but now I, I can't even fit in them because I got this fucking spare tire. <laughs> all the buttons are just fucking stretching, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, what are you going to do, though, man? That's, like, that's what you get for moving out into the suburbs of Saskatoon, you know what I mean? Around a lot more, you know, people out here fucking make me laugh too, man. Like people out here fucking make me laugh. When I was a kid, we used to come out here, you know, like 16, 17, 18, we'd be fucking drinking at the Adobe Inn. And the Adobe Inn was like this little place and they didn't really ID. They didn't really give a fuck. You know what I mean? They were like, I think Saskatchewan's first drive through liquor store, which is cool. Now there's two of them in Martinsville. So that's, you know, it's fucking rowdy. You know what I mean? People fucking scrap, dude. You know what I mean? But it's funny because you get, like, all kinds. You get city slickers. You know, people, like, you can clearly tell their mouth is just fucking loud as a motorbike. You know what I mean? But wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. Shouts out Jay-Z. That's a dope song. But then you get, like, fucking, you know, Indians off the res. You get fucking Hutterites and farmers. You ever fight a fucking Hutterite, dude? They just run at you. Like, there's, like, you'll square up with a fucking farmer or a Hutterite, and they'll just run at you and, like, fucking take you with a double leg takedown, slam you to the ground, and, like, almost put you in a fucking hog tie, man. Leave you squealing like a pig. <laughs> so funny. That's what I noticed. Man. Like, I've moved out here. I see, like, 
you know, I've seen three fist fights since I fucking moved here, man. Um, which is funny to see, you know what I mean? Just like rolling around, you see like, you know, traffic, you see people on fucking traffic get into it, you know what I mean? Hear about shit. It's just a rowdier crowd. It's just a rowdier place. It makes me fucking laugh, dude. You know, but everybody's so nice. Everybody waves. Everybody's, you know, everybody's all small town friendly, like on the outside. But if you dig just like a scratch deeper in it, oh, it's so funny, dude. Like I saw this lady at the fucking, uh, I was at the dollar store. And some lady spent $160 at the dollar store. Now, like what kind of lunatic spends $160 at a fucking dollar store, dude? It's crazy. There's nothing over $4 there. Like nothing on the shelves at Dollarama is over $4. So to spend $160 on... uh shit at the dollar store is madness like the clerk was there she was just like beep 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 like it was just one clerk and the line was just growing it was just snaking there's probably like five people in front of me and then like you know eight people behind me it was just growing and this bag's getting bigger and bigger dude and there's this guy in front of me <laughs> and like every time the cashier was like beep Beep, he'd be like, oh, oh. And he was like standing there with like a chocolate bar and a rock star, dude. And it was like, what the fuck? And he kept on looking around because it took like, dude, a hundred, like I got there and it was like five people in front of me and she already had like a cart full of shit and it was just getting rung through. I was like, oh, this is crazy, man. This is wild. So like you knew you had to be there in a long time. My girl was like, yo, can you pick up some tomato soup? And I was like, yes, no problem. Went to the Dollarama, thought I could save a buck, you know what I mean? And ran into this lady buying $160 worth of shit. And this dude in front of me with his fucking rock star and his chocolate bar, he's just like, oh. and he's like looking around at people, like expecting us to be like, yeah, fuck, this is bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hate when people do that. Like, it's not the clerk's fault that this lunatic came and spent $160 at, uh, Dollarama, but yo, like it was like some old grandma. What if she was going to some party? You know what I mean? You know, you don't, you never know what's up with people. Like you have to be crazy to be spending that much at fucking Dollarama, though. Like that, we can all agree on. Something's got to be going on in your life where you're spending a hundred and sixty dollars at Dollarama. That's fucking ridiculous, dude. Absolutely ridiculous. But um, what are you gonna do? That's just the fucking. That's just the suburbs, dude. That's just the way of life, you know what I mean? Like, there's street names down here that are, like, Beachwood and Beachmont, you know, and Beachdale. And there's not a beach for miles. Like, we are, like, so far from a fucking beach, man. There's nice lakes and shit if you head up north, but we are, like, hours away from that shit. <laughs> Beachmont. You know what I mean, dude? People flipping all, like, people scrapping and fucking some dude flipping on a Dollarama because a lady's, like, trying to beep through $160 worth of shit. Oh, it's so much. She was, like, pushing carts out, dude. Because the Dollarama carts aren't that big either. You know, they're two, like, small fucking... She had two carts with her, but they're small. So she had two carts with her. It was, it was wildness, dude. Absolute wildness. Fuck are you gonna do, though? You know what I mean? This is the type of shit is why I have a podcast, though. Like, stories like that. Just to record this stuff. 
You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'll be out and about and I'll, I just see something and I know it's podcastable. You know what I mean? Like I'm not special. I'm not rich. You know what I mean? I don't have like fucking fancy studio. You know what I mean? I'm not famous. I wake up six days a week and go to work. You know what I mean? I didn't, bu- I didn't fucking start a podcast to like blow up and get, be like Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? I wanted to fucking make my homies laugh. And maybe inspire some good good in the world and fucking record people and be like, what the fuck? Like, talk about things. Like, have you guys ever seen somebody spend over $100 in a dollar store? Has that ever happened in the history of ever? I don't know, dude. It almost makes me want to start going there more and picking up shit. It's the dollar store, right? Like, that's a great place to take the kids. I always take the kids there. Let them buy something, you know, buy little toys and stuff. Only costs you, like, nothing's over $4. You take three kids there, the worst, the absolute worst they can do is fucking $20 if they get, like, a little snack as well. You know what I mean? It's all good in the hood. So I will report from the fucking... Dollarama and let you guys know if anybody's spending like over a hundred dollars in there because that's that's wild I'd like some tiger mail on that Do they have dollar stores in the UK as well? You know what I mean? What about up in the mountains? Are you guys seeing people spend that much in a fucking Dollarama? You know what I mean? Like a while ago I was talking about the liquid fish oil. I switched to the liquid fish oil and uh, My review I just finished the bottle. I wouldn't get it again. It was disgusting. It made the whole fucking t- shake taste off, which is not bad. You can power through it. Okay, whatever. That's fine. But then the bottle went so fast. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I was taking it twice a day, so I don't know if that's too much or whatever. But I don't know, dude. I'm just going to switch back to the fucking caps. So that's my review of the liquid fish oil if you guys are, like, you know, waiting on that titillating story. <laughs> uh what are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? We, uh, at the podcast, don't just fucking ramble on. You know what I mean? We got lots of new listeners all the time. We got people hopping on, checking us out. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. What's up? Everybody else, you know what time it is. We're going to talk about what's good. Oh, the what's good beat, man. Bring the shit in. Huh. This is what's good, man. You know, started this saggy to just fucking sit around and um, talk about the good things in life. You know, for a while there I was like suffering with something that people might call the horrors. You know, the terrors. You'll wake up at like fucking four o'clock in the morning and like just stress and anxiety and shit. And I just started thinking about the good things in life. You know what I mean? Getting on like a healthier track. And one thing I found like, you know, since I moved to this new place, I've had Wi-Fi issues. And it turns out I was with Shaw Wi-Fi. Um, it's a company up here in Canada, handles Wi-Fi. And I tried to get them to switch over to Martinsville here. And they're like, oh, we don't service that area. That's done by satellites. It's like, what the fuck, dude? That's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm trying to be very parsimonious with my data. And I'm not watching YouTube videos anymore. You know, I was kind of talking about that before. Trying to pass out just to your own thoughts. You know, I'd slip up here and there. But now I'm forced to. 
you know. And sometimes, like, sometimes it's weird when you're an adult and I live by myself, right? Um, like, it's hard to tell when to go to bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll be, like, fucking sitting around playing video games or writing notes for the podcast, making beats, shit like that. And uh, it's just weird to be like, oh, I'm going to go to bed now. And you just fucking roll out. You know what I mean? It's odd. So I started reading before bed. And that helps tons, dude. Like, I'll go lay down. I'll fucking smoke a joint. Go lay down. And uh, I read this great article about the fucking, the dude that started uh, Thrasher. It was amazing. You know, like I read Thrashers all the time. That's like such a cool fucking magazine. And uh, they did an interview. I think it was in like December's issue, maybe January's. It was the 40th anniversary of Thrasher. And they were talking to the original editor, Kevin Thatcher. And it was amazing to like, just like, it was just such a cool story about like this dude that just like started this fucking rad magazine in like a cool time in the 80s. You know what I mean? And they weren't sure like... You know, he was talking about, like, you know, how he wasn't really worried because he knew that skateboarding was, like, here to stay. And, uh, you know, he knew they had, like, a rad little product. And it was just so inspirational, dude. So fucking dope. Like, I read that. I was like, that's awesome, man. So, uh, yeah, dude, reading before bed. Like, that's fucking, like, very underrated. Highly suggested. You know what I mean? And then you get tired, pass out, and ba-boom. No problem sleeping or nothing. Um... The next what's good, uh, nude beaches. Nude beaches are the fucking best, dude. In Vancouver, there was a beach called Wreck Beach, which was nice, man. Fucking, um, my buddy one time, yo, he listens to the podcast. I'm not going to fucking name him. Um, I worked with this cat, and uh, he, one day, he fucking called in, and um, he was like, dude, I was working on the weekend. And I got such a bad sunburn, I can't come in. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, and this guy, like, he's very fair-skinned. Like, we'd always laugh about his fucking, you know, his loose-leaf skin. It was paper-thin, almost translucent. <laughs> and, he, like, he showed me, and he was fried like bacon. Like, he had such a bad sunburn, his skin looked like fucking bacon, dude. Like, on his stomach, I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. Um... And then, uh, you know, no problem. Um, you know, there's no factor, you know, whatever. That's fine. Missed a couple of days. And then it comes out later, like he was talking with his friend or whatever. And they're like, do you remember that time you got such a, you, we were doing mushrooms on a wreck beach and you got such a fucking sunburn. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Hilarious. And then Saskatoon has this fucking beach. It's called, uh, it's called Bear Ass Beach. So fucking clever. What a funny name. Um, it's like right on the river and everybody goes and fucking hangs out ass naked. It is dope. Get some sun on your nuts, man. Nothing like getting sun on your ball sack. It's the best. Indescribable. And then uh, my last what's good. We've been talking, you know, on all these what's goods. You know, I want to bring like a music element in it. And I was listening to Meatloaf. I fucking... Meatloaf is so rad dude meatloaf like you know sounds corny and shit but like dude listen to battle to hell you know what i mean that fucking um um 
Uh, I want you, I want you, I need you, I need you. There ain't no way I'm ever gonna love you, but don't be sad, don't be sad, cut two out of three ain't bad. That song, he's got lots of bangers, and like I was listening to uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, and I was kind of singing along, and it's so deep you know it's a song about these this dude is gonna get laid and then the chick stops me he's like young he's like in high school and the chick stops him and is like you gotta swear that you'll love me to the end of time and then he ends up swearing you know on like you know his mother's grave and he swears that he'll love her to the end of time and then at the end he's like so now i'm praying for the end of time Pray for the end of time so I can end my time with you. <laughs> Such a funny fucking song, dude. That song is amazing. That band is amazing. Meatloaf himself is fucking hilarious. That guy makes me laugh. And all those things are exactly why we started the fucking What's Good segment, man. Because that's what the fuck is good. Hopefully this podcast is sounding a little bit better, man. You know, I'm not like, you know, I'm not Dr. Dre. I'm not Riza. You know what I mean? I'm not fucking Swiss Beats. I don't know what's up with the sound quality of these things. It's a fucking learning curve. So, you know, hopefully I get some uh, feedback on how these things are sounding. Because it's muchly appreciated. You know what I mean? Like... I was happy when my homeboy hit me up and was like, yo, your podcast sounds terrible. He said it sounded like a news show. <laughs> and I just pictured like some crappy fucking cable news show. Um, you know what I mean? In like Ukraine or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's appreciated. It's like, you know, when you're hanging out with somebody and you got something on your face. And they don't say anything, and then you go to the bathroom, and you realize you got snot hanging out, or you got, like, fucking a piece of lettuce in your teeth, and you're like, motherfucker. You know what I mean? So, thank you. Shouts out. Hopefully this thing sounded better. That being said, let's fucking bring on the Wonderance beat, dude. This is a fucking classic banger, man. This is Wonderance. Peanut butter tiger Wonderances. You know, I started this segment. Pardon the vape. I started this segment um, because fuck Google. You know what I mean? Whatever happened to wondering? You know, now that I don't have Wi-Fi, now that I can't smoke weed inside my place, I sit outside and smoke a joint at the end of the night and I face the stars. You know what I mean? If the sun's setting, I'm facing west. Sun's fucking rising, I'm facing east, just like out there breathing in life. You know what I mean? Away from Google, away from the phone. Just chilling and it's lovely. So that's what, you know, that's the spirit of wanderances. You know what I mean? So my first wonder, um, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts from all over the place. And this guy was talking and he said, issues. He said, these people have issues. And I was like, Issues. Now, 
This one is like this one where you're throwing out to the fans of the tiger. Is it issues? Or do you say it issues? Issues? Like you got some issues? Or issues? You know? Same thing with tissues. I say tissues. Do you guys say tissues? <laughs> that just sounds fucking weird. You ever say a word so much it just like loses its meaning? Issues, 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 issues. It's weird. <laughs> um, and then my next wonderance. Um, my next wonderance, like, how do blind people know if their partner is hot or not? You know what I mean? Like, I used to live... When I was a kid, when I was like 16, I moved to Vancouver for a grip and um, for like, you know, a couple of months, my parents were up there. I moved in the, like, in the same apartment building as them, but a different apartment. And my apartment was above this dude who was like, uh, who was blind. He was like probably, you know, late thirties, covered in tattoos, used to be a tattoo artist, got hit by a truck and it like fucking hemorrhaged in his brain and he lost vision lost his vision and this dude was dope we would like smoke weed like you know i'd see him walking around and he'd ask for help like you know like guiding him places and shit um and he had some really good weed at the time like fucking crazy good weed and he would also do acid with with me you know he had a good connect for acid so we would fucking drop acid and talk and i got to ask him like lots of cool questions you know he was like very open like i was like yo like what do you guys dream about and he was like, you know, we dream like, like, I was like, can you tell if you're dreaming or not? And he was like, yeah, you can tell when you're fucking dreaming or sleeping or whatever. But he was like, it's weird. Like, he was like, I like to touch people when I talk to them so I can tell if they're real or not. Because sometimes the voices in your head, like they get fucking loud. And I was like, yo, that's bugged out. Or he was saying another thing. He was saying that like he forgot, you know, he was blind for like 10 years. And he was saying that he forgot what colors look like except for red but that one has like blotches of black in it and i was like dude that's fucking bugged out man that's crazy um and he had a girlfriend who wasn't very hot she was skinny but she wasn't hot you know what i mean um and he was like yeah you can tell if a chick's hot by feeling her face but can you you know what i mean can you <laughs> Ah, uh, that's the wonderances, man. Those are the wonders of the week, dude. So, like I was saying, the Wi-Fi situation is fucked up at the Tiger right now, which is fine. I actually found, like, you know, there's two companies in Saskatchewan that do Wi-Fi. Sasktel and Shaw. Now, when I lived here before, I had a cell phone with Sastel and Wi-Fi and shit, and I blanked on all that shit, so I owe them like 1200 bucks. They're not going to give me shit. And Shaw doesn't serve here, but then I heard of this company called Redbird. So I'm going to go check them out. They're going to fucking hook me up 56 bucks a month for the Wi-Fi. We'll get all the beats back, all the classic Tiger beats, man. We'll get the Twitter trends, both versions back. We'll get the Tiger mail back, all those good interludes back. You know, like I got all those saved on Anchor. Not to pull the curtain back too much, but I got those all saved on Anchor. And uh, I got Anchor on my tablet, and usually I just play... 
you know, my tablet has all my beats on it on one app, and then the Anchor app has all the interludes, and I fucking play through that, but I can't open it up and record at the same time on my phone. That's the issue. So we're going to go one more episode with the old, with some different fucking Twitter trends things, different situations, you know what I mean? We're going to find out what's going on in the world today. With a different beat, this is Twitter trends though. Different beat, same substance, you know what I mean? Fucking Twitter trends, man. What? What is going on in the world today? What's going on in the world today? Well, we're going to find out in a very painted, buttery kind of way exactly what the fuck is going on in the world today. Because this is Twitter trends. Fucking Twitter trends. Um, our original Twitter trends beat was sent in by the mighty young Steve Jensen. You can find Steve Jensen at stevejensenmusic.com. Check out his merch. Check out his albums. Give me the goods. And Steve Jensen, amazing songs, amazing tracks. He's a talented musician. He reminds me of like old school rock. Like you don't hear that shit anymore. And it sounds awesome, dude. And it's not like, oh, it's so good. You got you to gotta hear it to believe it, man. We've played a lot of it on the podcast. Um, he sent it. He's just talented. So go check him out. Show him some support. Uh, you can hit him up. Um, I believe we'll pull up his email. Uh, go to stevejensenmusic.com. Order his merch. You know, he's got a lot of fucking great merch. Um, and you can email him at stevejensenmusic at hotmail.com with the promo code uh, peanut butter tiger. Just mention the podcast and he'll give you 30% off, which is a fucking great deal, man. Who does that? You know what I mean? Check out his music. Um, you can stream his his music on Spotify. My man's got over 200,000 streams. Good for him. Congrats, Steve Jensen. That's fucking awesome. Go check him out. Check him out on YouTube. Steve Jensen. Uh, see the man behind the music. He's got some great music videos. He's just hilarious, dude. Show some, show some support, man, to the people that support the podcast. Um, Peanut Butter Tiger, we're all over, all over social media. You know, you can find us, Peanut Butter Tiger, on Instagram. Peanut Butter Tiger has a Facebook page. Eastman Dan 1 on Twitter, EastmanDan88 at Outlook.com. We post all of our episodes there. You can hit us up with wonderances. You can let us know what's good. You know what I mean? Um, maybe you got one of those crystal pipes from www.myhighshop.com. You know what I mean? <laughs> let me know. That'd be fucking hilarious, man. But, um... Yeah, that's what's up, that's what's down, that's what's going on uh, for the intro to Twitter Trends. Now let's fucking bring up Twitter Trends. Let's pull it up, dude. Um, I started following this account. It's pretty cool. It's a uh, world's first thing at mind-blowing. Um, mind-blowing post. So they posted some cool things. They posted world's first movie was Round Hay Garden Scene. Released on October 14th, 1888. Directed by Louise Le Prince with a duration of 2.11 seconds. That's crazy to think that they had fucking movies back in 1888, dude. You know what I mean? That's bugged out. That's wild. That's like 
fucking a hundred years before I was born. First movie, wildness. And then they did the world's first meme too. The world's first meme originally appeared in a 1921 edition of a satirical magazine, The Judge, published by the University of Iowa. <laughs> and it's a picture. It's one of those how you think you looks. So it's a picture of this dude in a suit, and he's like well-drawn, looks good. And it's like how you think you look when a flashlight is taken. And then how you really look, and his face is all fucked up. So funny, dude. So funny. That's hilarious. So that's the world's first meme. And it was a fucking how you think you look. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, This dude popped up on Twitter. Fucking um, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch was uh, trending. This Jason Carp. Oh, Jensen Carp. At Jensen Carp tweets. Um, at CTC Squares, why are there shrimp tails in my cereal? This is not a bit. And he attached a photo, and dude, there are sugared fucking shrimp tails in this guy's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It looks bugged out. Oh, could you imagine? You know, one time, um, me and my girl, we got this uh, toffee fee. So that's like... This caramel with a hazelnut, and they put a little dollop of chocolate on top, and it comes in like, you know, these separated, it looks like an egg crate. And you get this little half circle of caramel, hazelnut, and chocolate. Delicious. They're the best. Um, so we get those, open them up, and three of them are connected by this big black hair. Like I picked one up, another one came up, and another one came up, all connected by a big black hair. Oh, Gross. That's disgusting. Um, so it's gross to find fucking shrimp tails in your fucking cereal as well. Could you imagine? That's wild. I wonder what's going to happen with that. We'll, we'll keep you guys updated. Um, the New York Times had a thing talking about Ellen DeGeneres has faced a steep ratings decline, losing more than a million viewers since September after reports of a toxic workplace at her show. It is a startling setback from for one of daytime's for one of daytime's television's most successful franchises. And there's like a picture of her, um, you know, apologizing. <laughs> so funny! It's funny that she's mean. You know what I mean? Like Ellen, like seemed like such a nice person, always dancing around. You know what I mean? She was like the voice of Dory. You know what I mean? So like you'd get a job there and expect she'd be cool. But uh, she just turned out to be a bitch. <laughs> That's just so funny to think about. How Ellen's mean. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That makes me laugh. That, like, that, for some reason, brings me joy. To know that Ellen herself is mean. That's funny. Um, the next one here. The FBI hunts a Rick Moranis lookalike following the Capitol riots. And if you see a picture of this dude... Like, he fucking, he looks like Rick Moranis hardcore. So, that's funny. Rick Moranis was trending after that. Made me laugh. Um, there's a thing I retweeted from Reuters talking about the Australian PM amidst public anger after a report of lewd acts in Parliament. I guess somebody came forward and there's like a video of some dude jacking off on this chick's desk. Gross. Terrible. 
Um, uh, NBA young boy in federal custody for an outstanding warrant. That NBA young boy, like, I don't mind his music. NBA stands for never broke again. And I like that too. That makes me fucking laugh. But um, yeah, he was tracked down in Los Angeles uh, when his vehicle was pulled over. He allegedly took off on foot and was found shortly after by a canine unit. That sucks. Um, Little Nas X draw, uh, tweeted, um, only four days until I dropped the song of the year. There's a picture looking nuts, wearing all orange. He looks like Cher. Like, from the neck down, he looks like Cher. <laughs> looks nuts, man. Um, but you got to have faith in that guy. I mean, Old Town Road, do you remember when that song dropped, dude? That was fucking fire, man. That was fucking fire. Oh, my God. There's another tweet here from the world's first thing. Uh, the first picture on Instagram. There's a picture of a puppy. Of course. Of course it is. Um, and then the last thing here. Uh, of course, we check in with the fucking Iron Sheik, man. The Iron Sheik is the greatest account on Twitter. Bar none. That's the gold standard. The fucking Iron Sheik is amazing. So he tweets all caps. Never tweets lower space. Lowercase. He tweets, fuck the fake people. And then his next tweet is, don't be a fucking no good piece of shit, garbage, low life motherfucker. Wake up and suplex the earth, you dumb son of a bitch. Hashtag Monday motivation. How's that for some fucking Monday motivation, dude? Getting yelled at by the mighty Iron Sheik. Fuck, that's awesome, man. And dude, that was Twitter trends. Well, bring in the beat, man. Fuck. I wanted to fucking end it with a beat at least, you know what I mean? Twitter trends, dude. There it was. Oh, yes, dude. We're just cruising through this episode. And now for some fucking Tiger Mail, man. Like I was saying, the beats are all fucked up. We're going to get back to the normal beats, but I just got to play something in the interim. You know what I mean? Oh, Tiger Man. Get to us. Write to us, man. We'll let you know what's up, what's down, what's going all around. You know what I mean? We like the wonderances, the what's good. And this Tiger Mail is about what's not good. It was the sound. Hilarious, man. I'm going to play I'm gonna play a little bit. I hope Steve doesn't get mad, but, you know, we'll fucking play a little bit. And I was like, oh, shit. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't uh, hear that, you know. I'll try to make the studio better. And he goes, rugs, rugs, rugs. What kind of mic do you have? Told him I just have a phone. But thanks for the tip, man. And then I sent him this today. Yo, what's up, Steve? Thinking about doing a little podcast tonight and uh, just want to get a little sound check from you. How's the sounding, buddy? Let me know. And he said this back. Yes, 
Yes, I'm listening to Coquitlam Radio. This is Steve Jensen, and your sound sounds absolutely fantastic. Stick around for great deals on the sports up at nine. And yeah, it sounds good, man. <laughs> no echo or anything. Fantastic. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's hilarious. I'm singing really high, and I'm coming down lower, and I think I could go even lower if I really wanted to, and then I'd go slower. <laughs> and that was that little exchange of Tiger Mail that I got, man. I love that shit. Um, Shouts out to Steve. Hopefully the, the podcast is sounding better. You know, I had a couple of people being like, yo, that podcast sounded fucked. So it wasn't just you, Steve. Thanks for, um, you know, thanks for having my back, though, pal. That's dope. That's what Tiger Mail is all about. You know, everybody listening to make sure you guys feel free to send in some Tiger Mail. Let me know. Let me know, especially the dollar store habits of your fucking neighbors and community. Like, has anybody ever spent $160 on shit at the dollar store? Come on now. Wildness. That was Tiger Man. And there it was, man. That's it. That's the podcast. Hopefully everybody enjoyed today's episode. You know, don't forget to share this thing. Spread this thing around. You know, when I see the numbers go up, when I see we get new listeners and we get new listeners all the time, but when I see that shit, it fucking pumps me up, makes me want to do more podcasts. You know what I mean? Shouts out to everybody listening out there. Steve Jensen, Mighty Mountain Mike, you know, Mighty Mountain Matt and Mike, if you guys are listening, um, so shouts out Croche, you know, everybody out there got mad love for you cats, man. Hopefully everybody's doing good in the hood. Not much to do now, you know. But say everybody else, hopefully you're out there eating your broccoli, doing your push-ups, taking your vitamins, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, telling people you love them because that's what the fuck is rad, dude. And if you want your music featured on the Peanut Butter Tiger cast, or you got wonderances, or if you know what's good, or you got some Tiger Mail, you can get to me at Peanut Butter Tiger. On Instagram. Peanut Butter Tiger has a Facebook page. Eastman Dan1 on Twitter and Eastman Dan88 at Outlook.com. Everybody have a good one, eh? Bird up. Say bird up. Bird up. Say bird up. Bird up. Mm, bird up. I don't know, man. What do you think about that? Those guys are terrible. <laughs>